What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Misfits of HVAC live stream and podcast. Thanks for coming around every Saturday night, guys. Everyone out in the chat, thanks. Jennifer, how are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Better than last week. Feeling better. Oh, you look good, as always. I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm super excited to be back on a Saturday night. We got a good guest this week. Mr. Chris Stevens, let me say a little bit about Chris here real quick. Not only is he a great guy, but he's a like, this dude works nonstop. He's got the YouTube channel, the Monday night live stream. He also live streams with the HVAC overtime guys every Friday night. Started his own podcast and runs his own damn business. And I believe he has a wife and two girls. Yeah. Oh, Lord, help. He actually help had a man. podcast with his wife. Yeah, I've seen yeah. a couple videos where he had his <laughs> wife on. They were talking about life with the HVAC guy and the whole family dynamic. But that's yeah. awesome. So let's introduce and bring on Chris, Mr. HVACR videos. Hey. What is up, everybody? How you guys doing? Good, Chris, how, how are you? you? I'm alive. I'm a little bit like, uh, I don't know, I'm out of my element right now because my half my family's out of town so my wife and my youngest daughter are in north carolina right now they have they're going to be there till like next saturday so it's just me and my 17 year old who like just isn't even here like she's at the beach right now she just like comes and floats around like so i'm just by myself with two dogs like what do i do i'm lost i'm like what do i eat for (laughs) dinner i'm 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 sick of eating fast food and eating out i'm like i need like real food like i need the crazy back is what i need so hell yeah. yeah Sometimes having the craziness, uh, my family will go away on a day trip if I'm on call and I've got to stick yeah. around close to the house. And I'm like walking around like, where is everybody? Yeah. But I forgot to mention, too, on top of all those things Chris is doing, he's also redoing his complete HVAC system in his house. Yeah, that is a just clusterfuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. My all... own, like, yeah, my own issues. Like, speaking of that, speaking of that, um, so I was getting ready to go run some errands today. I needed to run to Best Buy, Home Depot, a couple little things, and I'm walking by my down my hallway, and I hear this noise, and I'm, like, listening to my air conditioner run, and I, something doesn't sound right. Like, it was rattling, and it was just – it's those weird things you hear it every day. You're like, what the heck? So if you could pull up that picture, Ryan. Um, oh. I uh, I get in there and my evaporator coil, oh damn, is completely plugged. What I knew hell? this day was coming. I knew this day was coming. <laughs> I've lived here for like ten years and I've never cleaned it. And I've been wondering about it. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I pulled that out of my own evaporator coil. Like that's a whole <laughs> raccoon. Yeah, come on, for sure. Chris. So the new, rule, the new rule when my family gets home is shower caps. They cannot walk through the house without a shower cap all the time. My daughters have to have shower caps and the dogs are wrapped in bubble wrap. And, uh, and that's it. Like, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. Wow. I'm done with hair. I, seriously. I don't know how my wife does it. She like, I, I see the craziness, but you know, we were smart and decided that we wanted to get an Australian shepherd. Like, I don't know what the hell we were thinking, right? <laughs> that you, I Shedding. cleaned up the hair yesterday and I wake up this morning and it's everywhere. And it's like, yeah. what the, wait, I, I don't even get it. I just, I need my wife back. I, I need her. That's back. hilarious. I need my wife back. 
I love it. That's awesome. That is that is such a refreshing change from Cooler Heads this morning. <laughs> so I'm really glad I came to my own podcast tonight. <laughs> oh, so, oh, oh what, wait, what? wait, I have to address something, Jennifer. I have to address my bad haircut. No, my bad haircut is receding hairlines. Okay, if they straighten that what? up, then my forehead gets bigger. Okay. Oh, I no. Your... no, I was saying you got lined up like Fifty Cent. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were making fun of my freaking lineup no. right here. And I'm like, no, if I make that straight, then my forehead gets bigger. <laughs> no, I was, I'm like, everybody asked me how I feel about it because I'm all about the majestic hair. Mm. <laughs> so I said, I like his lineup. It looks just like 50 cent. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. Speaking no, of receding like it. hairlines. It's, it's summer. Uh, mine started going at like 24. I was like, oh man, what's going on here? Yeah. I went a little short, a little short, and then it just bald happened. Yeah. My dad I, did the same. My dad had exactly the same hair. Like, he had this crazy Sicilian hair my whole life. And then, like, at, like, 35, he started to go bald. And I was like, how? And now he's he's literally, like, turtle wax straight up. You know, crazy. it's in my family. My family doesn't have a lot of hair. But, like, mine just keeps growing. Like, two yeah. years ago, I just decided, hey, I want to grow my hair out. And then it just like got super long. And I'm like, wow, I can still do it. But okay, let's just shave it again. You know, I just it was super week. thick too. Oh, yeah. My like, hair's like, seriously. Tell, like every time you put your hand through it, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Not not it's only awesome. is this guy a, a prolific HVAC YouTuber, business owner doing it all. He's got it all. He also has a full head of beautiful hair. Thanks a lot. Chris. <laughs> You're making me feel real good about myself over here right now hey, hey i don't want like i must be like spreading some bad information because i'm not making this all work like inside my brain is just like a dumpster fire like i don't know how yeah, i'm I'll doing this way. and every day i'm like why do i do all this stuff mm -hmm. i don't know what i'm thinking like i want to go work for someone like i at least once a month i think screw this i'm closing the business and i'm just going to go collect 40 hours a week like that's what i'm going to yep. do i'm just going to go work for someone and and my wife's like you would never be able to do that. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably yeah. right. Like that like well, you know, me with it all the time. He'll be like, I'm going back to work. That's it. We can't do this anymore. And then like the next day we get up and go to work. Yep. <laughs> we all feel well, that I way. Can, <laughs> I, if, if I can interject here real quick, I can tell you there's sure. a lot of people out there that find uh, immense and incredible benefit from your videos. Mm. Um, a lot of people learning from what you're doing. You're putting out high quality, top notch content and it's really like, uh, I don't know the exact words because I'm not the best wordsmith, but it's very good content. You're an industry leader in a way, you know, you're, you're showing the proper ways of doing things and in a relatable sense. So people can watch your videos and it's inspiring. It really is. You've inspired me over the years I've been watching you and for new and young and even seasoned veterans in this business watching chris's videos is a good it they're just great videos and you're a good guy so don't sell yourself short um the videos are awesome and uh, like it's a benefit to anybody who's great. watching them right i'm getting this little weird Absolutely. fuzzy feeling in my tummy and i don't know what i like it. it's kind of weird you know <laughs> no like thank you for the nice words like it, you know yeah. genuinely though like i'm i'm not trying to be anything special and i'm just a normal service technician i think i just try my best to show that i'm real and that um, i'm trying to do my best but that nobody's perfect and i'm never perfect and i know there's much smarter the people than i they just don't happen to be picking up cameras like i am like i'm just sure. i'm just showing what i can you know no it's awesome 
it's a good thing. It's it's putting HVAC in the forefront and highlighting it and letting people right. see it. And it's cool. It's cool. I think that it's important right. because there's 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 you know there's classroom education and there's real world stuff. And I try my best to mix the the two of them with you know being practical. Like I try to be real and I try to show people, you know, yeah, I, I try to pull a vacuum through hoses and no manifold, but I also pull a vacuum through a manifold every once in a while because there's a time and place for both. Like sometimes yeah. you can't be perfect, you know. I don't always purge with nitrogen. I try to. And if I don't, I'm saying like, man, I really should be doing this. And I make sure I'm vocal about it. But you you can't always do that, you know? And it's, I think it's just, it's really important that I think more of the schools, more of the educators need to be a little bit more real and showing more of the reality of things. Um, And another thing, I think a lot of the educators and a lot of the service technicians also need to be open to the fact that they are wrong sometimes. I'm wrong sometimes, and I'm okay with it. Like, correct me. Send me an email. Leave me a comment. Let me know that I screwed something up. Don't be a jerk about it, but let me know. And let's let's talk about it. Maybe I can learn something. You know, we all need to be open to that. A lot of times I'll talk with my boss, and he'll say, hey, you got to go back on this. Something happened over here. It's not quite right. Or whatever the case may be. And I'll say, well, did you let them know? And they're like, no. And I was like, well, dude, you got to mm-hmm. at least let them know. I hate I'm not that. saying let's like, you know, I'll take blame, uh, but you know, let's not scream at them, but people no. need to understand if I go out and screw something up, I want to be, I want to know about it. You know, I don't want yeah. just it to get cleaned up and kind of pushed away. So uh, taking accountability is also, uh, you know, a great thing. Yeah, it is. But, you know, there's another aspect to it, too, because I see both sides of that because I am the person that has to go out and fix things. And I also am the person that has to have conversations with people like, hey, you know what? Exactly. So there there's times that I I'm like, this is just I'm I'm beating my head like with this one. Like, dude, how many times have I told you this? Like, you got to stop this. And and there is times that I'm just like, I don't even want to talk about it right now. Like, I'm just going to go fix it. But then I try as much as I can to have conversations. But then sometimes it's just like there's so much going on that it's like I just can't. I can't even yeah. – I don't even have the, the 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 mental capacity to reprimand that person right now. And we're just going to move on with this and, you know, and try to – I'm learning. I'm learning how to do that. Perfect things. It's, like it's a I, give and take. I have like, one employee, so I'm learning how. I And I, I do find myself – I keep saying you have access to some of the best HVAC training in the world right now, <laughs> like HVAC training that people are dying for right now to get a hold of. And you have access to that every single day. There's no excuse for this, you know, but it's, it is hard to be the good guy and the bad guy, I think, and be a tech yourself and be out in the field. And, you know, I'm thinking, I have to keep constantly thinking like, if I screw it up, I'm going to have to take that consequence for it. So if he screws it up, he needs to too, you know? Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's, well, maybe- it's a challenge. So yeah. Maybe that's where I don't see it as a business owner, but I'm like, hey, if something needs addressed, let's address it. You can do it tactfully yeah. and not like mm-hmm. make somebody agree. feel bad, but I, let's like get to the root of the problem here, or else it's just gonna keep happening. I agree, yeah. but there's also some people that just don't change. So it's 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 right. a it's a balance of trying to find that. Of course you want to educate people, of course you want to make them better, of course you want them to do better because they make you money, they make you more successful. And as a team, you guys can grow together. So 
that is the the primary goal but there's also times like i'm just being real like there's times yeah. that it's just like you know what this person's just not going to get this you know like exactly we'll just keep them off those particular jobs and you know there's certain people that i send to certain tasks you know i was just talking yeah. with my uh former apprentice because he's not an apprentice anymore he's a i don't know what you would call him he's his own service service yeah yeah you know and i mean he's still learning but i mean i just told him the other day i said look i said i don't want to sound all weird and warm and fuzzy and stuff but i said you know i just got to tell you like you're doing great like you really are and i said i know there's times that you and he's never told me this but i'm just telling him i said i know there's times that you feel like i'm putting you in situations where you shouldn't be but i said trust me I know your skills and I know your abilities and I'm not going to put you in a position that I don't think you can handle. So right. I said, just, just, you know, keep that in the back of your mind. When you feel frustrated and overwhelmed, that's gross. listen to what I've told you, you know, and, and stop, take a step back, think about it. And remember, I wouldn't have put you in that position. Like, because my guys report to me all the time They're, you know, I expect them. Hey dude, I at least need to hear from you every hour. Like, just give me a heads up. Like, wow. Hey, everything's going great. Everything's going great. Okay, cool. Right on. Move on. I don't expect a full rundown, but I just need an update. Like, give me a call. Let me know how everything's going. And, and, uh, you know, I said, I need to know when you're having struggles and, you know, I need to know when you're having a hard time. So that way we can work on it. We can, you know, because as a business owner, there's another aspect to it. If my customer sees weakness in my employees, that reflects badly on the company and it reflects badly on the employee. You know, yeah. so if I can help them before they get into that bad situation and, and guide them and, you know, make them better, I try to. So absolutely. absolutely. And that's the difference between a boss and a leader right there, I think. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that I know that there's things that I do wrong every day. I 100 oh, percent sure. know that I'm a bad boss in a lot of different ways. So <laughs> I try. I just absolutely. Did. But the fact that you're asking them to talk to you and I, like I've worked for a shitty boss, <laughs> a really yeah. shitty boss. And let me tell you, there was never a time where he would have wanted to know what was going on with us or, you know, it was always like blame, you know, anybody but our company and like I'll just it was horrible. But yeah, yeah, I will say that I've seen both sides. And like what I try to be is kind of what you're saying is I try to just work with them as much as I can and be on their level. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's important. Yeah. We have a second year apprentice that I actually turned on to you, Jennifer. I said, Hey, Ryan, because he, his name's Ryan too, but uh, nice. he's going through the union apprenticeship and he's learning, but he feels like he's not learning quite enough. And I said, you should check out Jennifer, her program. I said, I'll talk to her and maybe we can uh, send some info, info your way, but he's been getting sent out on smaller jobs on his own and he's been figuring things out. And as we're driving, he's like, hey, he's like, yeah, I kind of got it now. And I was like, well, that's half the problem right there. Because people that don't get, if you're not sent out on it, you don't kind of see it yourself, you know, and somebody's always doing it. You're watching them do it. There's something that's to so be said to about that. something to be said about having a little pressure applied to you and actually having to figure it out. And that's uh, a great that makes point. You learn. That's a great that's point. That's how I learned. Uh, if, if you don't mind, Jason Johnson has a good point in the comments too. He says too much confidence can be just as bad as not having mm -hmm. enough. There's a Bingo. fine line it takes to be humble yet confident. And I agree with that. And that kind of goes with what you're saying, Ryan. And I also, you know, I explain it as you need to have a little fear. You need to be on a job and you yes. need to be like a little, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to screw this up because that keeps right. you on your toes. You yeah. don't and that's be, where the problem solving yeah. skills come in. You don't want to be too confident, you know, and getting into those positions where you've got your back against a wall and you're afraid to tell the customer you don't know what you're doing and you're like, what do I do? What do I do? And then you stop, you take a breather, you think about it 
and you realize, and this is what I tell people a lot of times too. If you're struggling, if something's really difficult, 99% of the time, you're just missing something. You're doing something wrong. I know there's that very small percentage of a ridiculously engineered product and it's just dumb, but (laughs) most of the time you're just Mm. skipping a step. You're missing something. So just slow down, take a step back. Taking a step back, calling somebody even. Even yeah. even just saying, like, I'll still call somebody. I'll call my buddy TJ that I work with, and I'll say, this is what I got. And a lot of times, just talking it through, maybe thinking, like, take, not being right in front of it, sweating and looking. Yes. You're like, let me go check that. I didn't think about that. And then half the time, mm-hmm. there's your problem, and things progress from there. And that doesn't mean that yeah. you're a bad tech. That means you're a good tech because you're yeah, willing right. to take a lifeline. You're willing to ask for help. You're willing, and it's not so much that, that person's telling you how to do your job. They're just saying, Hey bro, you're missing a step. You know, there's nothing wrong with calling a friend and say, what am I missing? You know, no, it's so easy to get on a path. Yep. And and you think, and and then you're, you're going this way when the problem is obviously over here. Yep. And you're like, all you had to do is look right. And then whatever it is, (laughs) even in life with my wife, half the time, I'll be like, what the hell's going on? Had I just looked right. We'd be there snuggling in bed right now instead yeah. of me being uh, out in the garage, <laughs> violently cleaning the garage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I will say too, it's, I'm glad you brought that up though, Ryan, about like having to call someone just to work it through. Like it's, they don't even yeah. necessarily help you, but my tech support line. So we're, we're 24 seven, 365. And yesterday we got a lot of calls, a lot of them for some reason. I don't know if it was the heat or what, but we got a lot of calls. Yeah. And I will say of the eight that I took, probably six of those they were working it out on their own they were just using me you know and i i love that uh, i love that too, too i think but. that is awesome i think the whole I, I i i still haven't wrapped my mind completely around what it is you're doing i know you're training and things and you've got this <laughs> tech support thing but i think that's awesome that you're doing that and um I, that's why i, I suggest people working my- on it now too that's There's great. A lot of good That's HVAC great. techs on our tech support line right now. So, what what is this tech great. support though? Like, what do you what kind of tech support do you guys give? I mean, is it like basic so, tech support, or are you going in depth? In no, things? we go in depth. We'll sit on the phone for hours if we have to with another tech. It's pretty oh, awesome. Okay. Um, so it started out with just the HVAC chicks when HVAC chicks was just chicks, and then as I expanded my training program for everybody, the tech support comes with that. And then I decided, well, why should only my students get tech support? Like I have friends who aren't my students who should be able to call too. So we expanded it to just every single HVAC tech in the country pretty much. And they call us every day. We have one one number that rings to all of our phones and whoever's day it is, they take it. I, I have five days a week or four days a week now. Um, and then Dirk has a day and then um, oh. Misty has a day and Val has a day. Hmm. So, yeah. It's just any yeah. tech support for any HVAC system ever. I'll take I'll take uh, Thursdays between six thirty and seven thirty p.m. That's it. I would love that. <laughs> like literally anybody that wants to take one hour, I ran one this one hour I ran per this, week. I ran this for a year by myself though, alone. Yeah. So like, phone rings at two a.m. It was only me. Like, I'm so grateful to have other people answering that phone right now. Let me tell you, it's that's pretty awesome. awesome. So everybody knows Chris. Everybody knows Chris's YouTube channel. What? How many? Sub- I can't speak. How many subscribers are you up to now? Something it's over be 100. Something over 100. I, 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 160. That's awesome. I think. That's awesome. I, I don't. I don't know for sure. You know, that's, that's one thing that as a, we left well, that as out. a 
content creator, I had to stop because it's really easy to get obsessed with the numbers. And so I don't know, about a year and a half ago, I was just like, I'm done. I'm done paying attention to that crap. And it was really hard to let it go because you would want to like stare at your phone and how many subscribers, how many, and I I just had to stop because it was consuming me. So I, I genuinely don't know. (laughs) I think it's 160, but I don't know for sure. So that's awesome. Well, uh, anything, I mean, that's a substantial amount of subscribers for an HVAC company or HVAC channel. Um, you've recently, I mean, you do your, uh, Monday night live streams. You've kind of parlayed that into a podcast. You want to yeah. plug the podcast at all? I mean, yeah. I mean, on any of the HVAC platform, I mean, any of the podcast platforms, just look up HVACR podcast. It's really hard to find. It's there. Um, on all social media platforms, it's HVACR videos. Um, and all that the podcast is, is I'm not committing to anything. It's whenever I get the time, I'm going to do something with my friends. I'm going to do something by myself. I'll put something out there. I do not have a schedule on it. I do not have anything that I stick to. Um, and then I turn my Monday night live streams into the podcast too. That's all I do. I just upload them on there when I get might as well. You might as well. The live stream started as a, when I first started the YouTube channel, I was obsessed with everything and it was the comments. Like I would get so many comments and I felt the need to answer every comments, but then you start getting, you put a video up and you get two, 300 comments a video. And it's like, there's no way I can get to all of these. But what I noticed was a lot of them were repetitive questions. So the live stream started as just answering the repetitive questions on the address them all at one time. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that about your live stream. Yeah. Yes, I do have an email. And if you reach out to me on Facebook, Osvaldo, I will give it to you. And he's certainly all about business on his Monday night live stream. There's no joking around (laughs) on the Monday night stream. Yeah, I keep it as (laughs) as possible. But, but, you know, the interesting thing, when I first started my videos, I felt I started to get like an imposter syndrome feeling where Uh I was making these videos. And then I was like, this isn't really me. Like I make mistakes and I screw things up because I would edit out the mistakes. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. then I started leaving the mistakes in. And then mm-hmm. when I do the live stream, I keep the live stream really clean. And the reason why I do that is because I realized that I have a lot of kids that watch my live stream. And that was a little bizarre at first when I found that out. But then you start getting emails from moms and they're like, yeah, my nine-year-old son watches your videos and he loves them. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then you get that <laughs> again and again and again. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I got to keep these like clean because kids watch them. So when I, but I, I still felt like I'm not a clean cut straight laced person, you know, like that never says a bad word that never does anything. So it's kind of hard because I spend so much time on this, that it's not me. So when the overtime show came about, it was like, okay, cool. This is a way to be me and still have, you know, a clean live stream and a clean channel and be able to be real on that. So Right. That's awesome. I uh, notice you're a big fan of the Sporlin uh, catch-all and see-all combo. That's <laughs> awesome. I love that. Well, it's you a know, good the, little. The, yeah. The whole thing with the the Sporlin stuff is, since I was a kid, my dad always <laughs> used Sporlin products, and so, and I grew up working for my dad. I started working for my dad. I learned everything from my dad, good and bad from my dad. And then I learned to adapt and, you know, take my own path and stuff. And he started the business that I run now. And, uh, you know, he's, he's still semi involved in the business, like, but he's got 
three feet out the door, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, he comes in two days a week. He just goes in the office, does a little paperwork, bugs me on the phone and then <laughs> leaves, you know? And then, so yeah. I'm running everything, but you know, he started preaching Sporland to me. So I got accustomed to using Sporland products and really liked them. Yeah, and then just started, you know, using them all the time. And then the whole um, beginning part of my career, I remember my dad always used flares for everything. Like everything he did was flares and I hated them because they always leak. So I'm like, yeah. every time I do a flare, they leak and it drives me nuts. So I just, no flares whatsoever, no flares. But then yeah. I realized like I learned how to make a flare and I learned the key steps to it. And now I'm getting lazier as I get older. Some people may say I'm getting more, I don't know, whatever you want to say, but I, I call it lazy, right? So I, as much as I can, I try to use a flare dryer on the roof because yeah. majority of the time I'm fixing leaks down at the evaporator and you got to drag sure. your torches up on the roof to do, you know, to change yeah, the dryer. Okay. And I just like, why don't I eliminate that step and put a flare dryer on the roof? So then I don't got to take my dang torches on the roof, yeah. you know, and I just pull up a vacuum. Well, now we've got zoom lock too. Yeah, yeah, we've got all the different them, press so. stuff. That's and... what I'm pushing right now for them. Yeah. I love the Zoom lock. Well, so it's, well, it's cool. We use Sporlin products, Sporlin filter dryers. Uh, I don't do a ton of the refrigeration work like you do where you're using the sight glass in the combo like that, but I definitely like it. We did have an extreme burnout, though, where it was oh, wow. plugging the filter dryer up it, so many times that we ended up putting into um, uh, braised-in uh ball cocks yep. yep and then we put the flare dryer in that way we could just let it do its thing and go back and just yep. swap yep. out the filter keep dryer and let it out. clean that yep keep swapping it out that is um, one good thing that, it, that those are good for yeah for sure. i yep. like the sporlin products we also get the other ones you know whatever I'll, i get whatever sent to me but um and, and I, I like the videos for sure i don't want people to think that just because and that's something i try to preach to everybody you can use whatever product you need to use as long as you're changing a dryer when you yeah. do a repair that's all that's that matters right the brand that you choose now there's things that i like about certain brands and you know don't like about other brands but that's my preference it you know and that's something that i try to tell people all the time when i make content just because I'm doing something one way doesn't mean that you have to do it the same way as me. You know, we all have the ability. Hi, sweetie. So he we all, hi. we can all make our own. Hi. hi. Hey, sweet pea. You know, that's cute. But yeah, you know, like I, I don't want people to think that they have to use the same products that I use. I don't, I try not to like push stuff on my channel. I try to be more about, you know, proper practices and, you know, that kind Absolutely. of stuff. Absolutely. No, that's yeah. great. It's great stuff. Um, I had a point I was going to go to, but and I probably I threw you off gone. one of my rants. I can't remember it. So. Tis gone. So the the <laughs> podcast, the uh, YouTube channel. Let's talk about the home HVAC renovation you're doing. Yeah, where's the so, update on? I need updates. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, First off, the home project, uh, I decided that I wanted to change the air conditioner in my house. And um, I've lived in this house for about 10 years, maybe just 11 years or something like that. We moved in here and uh, I knew from the beginning that my existing system was oversized. But it's one of those things where I showed you guys at the beginning of the stream, my evaporator coil was plugged up today. My own system, as long as it's cooling, eh, you know, like I don't really put much effort into it. You know, it's just kind of like whatever, you know. Um, so I decided I wanted to change my own system and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go big on this. So I started going down the path of 
designing my own system and sizing it and trying to do everything by the book. And then I wanted to go down this home performance path. And I quickly realized like yeah. I was in way over my head. So <laughs> I got I help it. from a lot of really awesome people. Right. And yes, help people helping me design my good buddy, Adam Muffich from the overtime yes. show is like yes. instrumental to my home system design. Cause he's, he's just, just, he's a he's smart cookie, isn't he? Adam, yeah, he is. Adam, is smart. Is, Adam is smarter than any of you guys think. Like it's, yeah, a I know he's a very humble person, but that dude yep. is like, if you guys, when he only sent me his knew- article out of nowhere. I literally was just like, Oh, okay, cool. And I open it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. If you guys, oh only knew, like, I can't even tell you some of the stuff he's working on because it's not yeah. allowed to be talked he's about yet. Aid, yeah. But that dude is doing some big stuff right now. He's making big plays in the industry and um, super smart dude, but he's helping me uh, design the system. And then at the same time, I decided, you know what, I'm going to leverage this platform that I have. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to reach out to some really big people. And, you know, I got a hold of the energy conservatory and I got a hold of some other really awesome people and they're helping me and educating me. So I'm going a little stupid on my own system, right? But I'm I'm attacking good thing. the envelope. I'm attacking thing. the building as a whole, and I'm learning yep. so much. Like we ran into People this. People don't problem. realize how much the house matters. Oh, hundred percent. I have a four-ton air conditioner in my house right now, and then we did a load on my house. I corrected some envelope problems, and yep. we came into my load. Uh, my my new design is going to be a two-ton system. So I'm splitting That's my exactly system in half. How wow. Steve Rogers wow. is. Steve Rogers brother's house. We're doing that install. Yeah. We got the install too. And yeah. it was literally oversized by an entire two ton system. Yep. It two and two tons. it only needed one. <laughs> and if, if I put a little bit more money into my envelope, my two tons going to be oversized. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And, and it's starting to open my eyes to how bad this industry is right now, as far mm-hmm. as people not understanding what's going on. Because when I post a video, I posted like a little short about, hooking up a, a duck blaster to my new air handler, right? Cause I'm going with the carrier infinity system and all this uh-huh. stuff. And I'm like, wow, yeah. this is the leakage that my system has. And I can't tell you how many emails and comments I got. You're stupid. That's negligible. Nobody cares about, you know, 30 CFMs. And I'm like, okay, but here's the thing I'm <laughs> testing at 25 Pascals, right? Well, 25 yeah. Pascals doesn't necessarily equal the static pressure that my system's going to be running under. So the leakage exactly. is going to intensify. And then what people yep. don't think about is if you have duct leakage, right? So you're leaking on the supply side, your house is now going to go negative and it's going to draw yeah. air from everywhere. It's going to draw air from mm-hmm. outside. Well, if you live in Florida where you have 90% humidity, that you know, 100 <laughs> CFMs of air that you're drawn into your house is now going to add a load to your house that's going to triple you know, the amount of air that it's sucking it. It's, it's amazing. The stuff that, that I'm learning from, from doing this home design. And it's crazy too, that like what you said about people just not understanding it at all. So like with Steve's brother, like he shouldn't have to hire somebody in Maine to come to Massachusetts to do his load calculation. And then on top of that, he got quotes from other companies using my load calculation. And they were so adamant that they were going to replace what was already there with what was already there that he just couldn't even hire them. Like I'm literally driving three hours and staying down there for four days to replace the system because that's how much negligence there is. Yeah. Ridiculous. But to be fair, until I started doing this research, I would have replaced my four ton with a four ton. I would have just, and you know what? I would have questioned, I mean, the, 
well, the, 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 the logic in your head thinks, well, I have a four ton, but it's also uncomfortable in some of my rooms. So maybe I need to go with a five ton. Like that's the yeah. logic that we all it. use. And, and I use that in the past too. Right. So, yeah. so I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. I'm just learning. I'm just right. learning and I'm realizing like, Hey, it's like I, you, you, your eyes were opened a little bit. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. To admit wow. that, we're all learning, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. Anybody mind. that's so, not learning anything on a daily basis. I mean, I, I, I've come ever since I started doing the YouTube thing and trying to feel more, a little more accountable for what yeah. I'm putting out there. Cause I don't want to make a video and look like a complete fool. It's made yeah. me a better technician. I'm nowhere near, you know, I mean, you guys are great, but you know, I I've learned, I've humbled myself and been like, maybe I should be thinking more on what, you know, I'm doing on a daily basis. So that's awesome. Growth is good in life, absolutely, in work and everything yeah. in every aspect. You can grow. It, it's great. It is. And I will and, agree with that too, Housh. Housh's comment. I was just reading that. That's yeah. a great one. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, we we I call it the Amazon effect, right? You know, Amazon came in and they were the cheapest company out there. Everybody started buying everything from them. Then Amazon raised their prices. They are no longer yeah. the cheapest. They're convenient. Mm -hmm. That's all they are. They're the most expensive a lot of the times, but they're convenient yep. and it's easy. I can open up an app and I can order it. Guess what? When I go and buy something from Amazon, you get a 30 day warranty or 30 day return policy, right? You can go buy something from someone else and you can, you get a 90 day, 180 day return policy, you know, yep. but I still buy from Amazon all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Convenient. We are, are, are constantly demanding cheaper and cheaper. You know, people complain about new equipment. People are complaining because I bought a carrier infinity. Oh, that's just junk. You paid for the name. I'm sure I did. Now, um, crazy though. I get to do something different because I'm, I'm doing this as a business expense, right? So this is a right. little bit different. This whole home project is a business expense. So yeah. it's, you know, I'm filming it. I'm having fun with it. So I know I'm going to have problems with my system. But it's like, yeah, cool. I get content out of it, it's right? More content, right? More content out of it, right? It's fun. It's it's, and I don't mind having to fix something. It's kind of fun. I want to see what kind of problems I run into, but yeah. you know, we demand cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. So manufacturers are making cheaper and cheaper and cheaper, and the quality is yeah. going down because we demand everything to be cheaper. And so we are responsible for the quality of the Black equipment quality. right now. It's not the manufacturers. You know, we blame the manufacturers. Oh, they're making cheap crap. No, it's because right. we don't want expensive crap. Because we're making them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. So. And like, um, I think it was, I think it was Hausch that said, you know, um, free estimates and people need to start charging for things. Like I didn't, I wasn't charging for manual J's on um, systems where I got the install. So only in the last, you know, few weeks, listening to the grapevine guys and talking to Chris and Steve, you know, did I realize how much of my time I was giving away for free, you know? So now I'm charging for it. And I've noticed that people actually don't mind as much. A lot of the time, like in this, in, you know, the circuit that we're in right now, people want their system to be right because there's so much of it not right out there. Yeah. So I've noticed that people actually are more willing to pay, you know, for that as long as they know that you've done it right. So that's just a little I, tidbit for people who are running them. Don't do them for free. I think that it's very important. You know, um, there was a lady that reached out to me recently through a friend and she bought a new home, 
somewhere in Nevada and she's having nothing but problems. And, and she's reaching out to me like I'm an expert and I'm not, I'm not an expert yeah. in home performance or anything, but I, I know just, I know a little bit about a lot. Right. So I'm just like, eh, you want to get someone to come out and do a load calculation, you know, run these different tests. And, and she's like, okay. So she started calling everybody in her neighborhood, similar to what you were saying earlier, Jennifer, she cannot find anybody to, to run a manual J and yeah. to, measure this and to test this. And, and it's, it's sad. It's sad that our industries come to this, you know, and you know, sure you go to a big metropolitan area and you're going to have a lot of companies out there, right? There's a lot of competition, but you go to small rural areas and you get side job, Bob, you know, and that's all you have, you know? So, you know, I've, I've always, you know, winged it and, and guessed on this and this works perfectly, but we've had to learn, you know, it's not quite right. Yeah. I just figured I should highlight this comment from Adam to Randy real quick because it is Randy's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Randy says, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just caught that and I had to throw it up on the screen for you guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's funny. Hilarious. All right. So it. you're doing the home performance thing, the home replacement you're still deep in the kitchens. Let me ask you this. I know there's a lot of content out there on YouTube. Who do you watch? What is your go-to when you're sitting back, relaxing, and maybe watching a little bit of HVAC YouTube content? What are you okay. watching? Yeah. So first and foremost, I'm going to say right now that I actually don't watch a lot of HVAC content. Okay. Um, Gasp. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> Clutch um, your pearls. <laughs> I, I don't because I'm so consumed with, I don't have a lot of time that sometimes I just need to chill out. So Absolutely. surprisingly the content that I watch on YouTube, uh, and YouTube's the number one thing that I watch in my home. We have a bunch of yeah. streaming services, but every yeah. day when I come home and if I, when I get time to turn on the TV, I quickly go to YouTube and I watch, yeah. um, travel channels, real life history channels, um, it's, it's history is one of my favorite channels right now. Yeah, um, well, can I interject real quick? You turned yep. me onto that guy who clears the storm drains. Oh, years yeah. ago. Uh, yeah. oh, which one's that <laughs> post post something or other. Yeah. He clears storm drains. Yep. And let me tell you, Chris turned me onto this. I was like, I, I like watch. Yeah, yeah. The guy he like literally storm goes and clears storm <laughs> drains. That's all he, he does. does. He goes that to a culvert so soothing. and clears it's, a culvert. And it's, it, it is, it's soothing because the water's building up. This dude's out on the side of the road in a yellow jacket. He's like, yeah. if the city's not going to do it, I'm going to, and he clears the storm drain and there he's it goes. Vigilante. The water goes, he's like a storm drain clearing vigilante. It's awesome. So at the moment, of course friends, I have a lot of friends me. that make content, right? Uh, uh, of course I have a lot of friends and I'll support my friends all day long. Yep. There's, there's yep. Pat with commercial kitchen chronicles there's yep. rick with hvacr survival Hughesman, yep. of course you know there's a lot of people and if no. you go to my channel you can see like my 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 subscribe channels for my content you see typically who i watch but i did just find one channel right now nobody knows about him and he makes some awesome content when it comes Ooh. to sheet metal work and duck design and duck sizing uh the channel is called agl mechanical tips okay i believe you heard in Canada. yeah i'm gonna and, type uh, it in the chat guys yeah agl mechanical tips mechanical um tips. and and i'm really liking this guy right now he is a 
meticulous person. Like the video that caught my eye is how to wrap round duct, right? So you have round KD snap lock duct. And this yeah. guy is telling you how to cut the insulation to perfectly it, with it, with OCD meticulous quality. It's yeah. like how to make it perfect. And I'm like, holy crap, this dude is a craftsman. Right. And so I'm really digging his content out. right now. For We're doing sure. a huge duck job right now. Yeah. Have you guys Val's heard been that installer for 30 years, but still you can always get more tips. I put yeah. it in the chat for you guys too. Yeah, definitely go check out that dude. Um, I, I just found his channel like two days ago. So, you know, don't when you get deep in his channel and you find out he makes crap, I don't know, whatever. I, I watched <laughs> like five of his videos and I'm very impressed. Um, and he's <laughs> very well produced content. Stuff. So, but I, I watch a lot of travel stuff. Um, yeah. Personally, like uh, families that travel. I, I'm my family's everything, right? And I do a lot yeah. with my family when I obviously get the time. So, we're always watching travel stuff and um, sure. families that travel in RVs across the country. Yeah, uh, I, I think that that's something too. that I want to kind of do someday. So, well, we watch. We're going to buy a school bus and and do that because we home school be our schoolies, kids. And, huh? Yeah, so all of our big <laughs> yes. kids are already like you know in their 18s, and so we have the two little ones. So someday, what we want that's what we want to do. We want to travel around the country and do HVAC jobs. You know, like three weeks here, three months there, come back every few months. You know, whatever. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> That's awesome. We watch travel videos of places we're about to go. Like if we're going here, then like for the three months we're planning it, we watch videos on that place and stuff. So that's awesome. That's what I should do. I should. If do you're that. if you're interested in more channels for your family, one of my favorite travel channels. Uh, we have watched them probably for, um, probably for I'd say ten years. Is keep your daydream. So KYD. Oh. Keep your daydream on YouTube. I've watched their kids grow up and go to college and leave no the shit. channel. Yeah, That's it's awesome. Nice, it's freaking insane. I don't dude. have and any that, channels that I've watched that long. KYD is is awesome. That one, my wife and I both like uh, absolutely love that channel. You know, the interesting thing too that I find as a content creator, I recently realized that I've I've watched KYD for like ten plus years. Right, I've mm -hmm. never commented on their channel. I like oh. in. It's that kind of stuff that like, I appreciate the comments so much when people leave me a comment and then I find myself yeah. being subscribed to these channels for so many years and I never leave a comment. Sometimes you just get you so interact. consumed with everything and you just don't even think about it. That's awesome. So yeah, what I will cool. say is Val used to watch you, Chris. I mean, he still does, but Val always watched you. I mean, the whole time that I was not in HVAC and he was, I just remember always hearing your voice, always seeing you on the screen. Val oh, that's was funny loved 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 watching you because it was a better way to learn for him where he was so deep into the field you know watching somebody yeah. else that was and so it was kind of like that and then like i came into it and you know one thing has led to another and like now you're on my live stream you know <laughs> it's like That's it's crazy funny. i think you should i think you should interact because you never know what could come of that you know oh i 100 percent need to you know what else too uh see i've never said this on the air but do it come I on miss think... it special I think that if I could make it work, it would be amazing. So have any of you guys watched Ghost Town Living? Brent Underwood in Death Valley, California. He bought I've a heard ghost about town. it. I haven't watched. Seen it. Yes. Okay. I have. Brent bought a ghost town, right? And I'm watching him explore what? the mines. He came from Austin, Texas. He moved to California. He bought a freaking ghost town for a million dollars with his friends. And now he runs the ghost town and he's rebuilding it and redoing all this stuff. And I've had this idea in my head like, we got to figure out a way he's building a hotel on the ghost town. Right. And it's like, dude, we got to figure out a way to go there and give him air conditioning. Right. Like 
we got to right? figure that one out. And like, he's got a YouTube channel. Like we got to figure out how to do this, you know, cause he, and you're in the right it. position, right? If he was going to pick any YouTuber, it would be you. It's about <laughs> five or six hours for me. Now in all reality, it's not practical. There's no way I could make this work, but oh, I've been wanting to make I that do work. unpractical things all the time. Like I I'm going to Boston for a residential install. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> I think that's a great idea because that's the thing. He's a content creator. You're a content creator and nobody has the amount of followers and subscribers that you have. So if you reached out, he'd be like one look, one Google search. You'd be like, all right, let's do it. Oh, that dude's channel is 10 times as big as mine. Like it's, but it's still. mind blowing, but still, it'd be fun to be able to help him out with that one. Yeah. That, that would that be, would be such one. good content too. Yeah. Sarah Gordo is the name of the ghost town too, by the way. So I have the seen show that. called ghost town. What? Uh, Ghost Town Living is the name of the channel. Living. Yeah. I got I it. Because that. that sounds so interesting. Oh, it, it was it, cool. It, yeah. Yeah. I absolutely get lost in his content. When he goes down exploring a mine, he goes down 900 foot in a mine, repelling by ropes. And then you think like all the stuff this dude repels down into a mine, right? Sometimes he'll take a lift, but most of the time he repels and then he has to climb out. Dude, screw that. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> holy crud, dude. <laughs> I've yeah. I've watched yeah. some of these guys go down into caves and stuff and uh in like underground rivers and up oh. over rocks to hell no. What about the, I story yeah. the dude that went in and he got stuck? I yeah. saw that. I was like, There's dude, a movie about it now. Dude, he's he still there upside down and the blood rushed to his body and it swelled yeah. up to the point that yeah. they couldn't get him out. They couldn't get him like, out. They he just he just laid there and they just had to someone stayed with him until he died. Like and he's yeah. still there. Yeah, he's still there. They yeah, sealed they off get him out after. Sealed off yeah. the cave. Yeah, that was one of the most popular caves, and it was a portion that nobody ever yeah. goes in. And he just like, oh my gosh, uh, that was no like, thanks. Come from the earth back to the earth, I guess. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I'll I'll stay right here in my basement drinking beer on a live stream. <laughs> I don't go no new caves. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm exploring no caves. Yeah, I love cliff me. jumping. I am I like, I'm a super adventurer. Big not time. Me. That's my thing. You know <laughs> where I adventure is when I go to mow my backyard. I'm adventuring <laughs> around the backyard. So let me, it. let me ask you guys this. So, so one of my passions that I've had to forget and I really want to get back to is like oh, outdoor stuff. That. I absolutely yeah. love camping. I love backpacking. That's something that I discovered about 15 years ago, just disappearing mm -hmm. for three days, just me and my dog with a backpack and just finding your way. I haven't done it in so long. Have you guys ever done that? Like I Jennifer, you said, yeah. What about yeah, you, Ryan? I did all the time. Um, we've gone camping, you know, with the family a few times. I'm not the outdoorsman. Oh, see, I, I absolutely, all. I put me in a position. So one time we went, me and my dog, we, I, I got off work super late because of a long day. I didn't get to leave till midnight. Right. And then I had a two hour drive to this location I was going to. And then I had a five mile hike down a trail in the middle of the night with headlights. Oh, and I had a headlight on my dog and we got lost. And but the oh, whole time God. I wasn't scared because I was I, I mean, I'm, I'm three hours from civilization. Like, it's no big deal. Right. You know, like, what are you yeah. going to do? But it was the coolest experience ever when that was done. And, and I was like, seriously, we got lost. And then in the morning, the sun came up and we realized we were only a half a mile from where we were supposed to go. Like it was yeah. no big deal. But I was so, we slept in a hammock, right? I had hammocks and we tied up to a tree and I had my dog on my lap and it was so That's uncomfortable. My dog's arms were sticking in my chest and my but dog was safe. breathing on my face. But I was like, yeah. 
yeah, whatever. You know, like it was the coolest thing ever. And I want to be able to That's do more awesome. of that. I haven't done it in years. I but. do it all the time. So Val comes with me now. We, I have a place that's called Mahusik State Park and it is hundreds of hundreds of acres in the middle of Maine. Um, and there's a place called Frenchman Hole there. There's, it's a, an old quarry, like an old ancient quarry and you can cliff jump there. I mean, it has everything, but they're primitive campsites. So basically we just roll up, we camp on this side of this cliff with this waterfall and we climb down onto the rocks. We cook our dinner right on the rocks and make a fire right down there. And there's like waterfalls all around us. It's amazing. But I go down there and explore a lot and I've still, I could go there every day and I still wouldn't even make a dent in how much yeah. it is to explore at this place. So it's amazing. here's a funny story. Katahdin, so Before I started climbing. my YouTube channel, the first video I ever put on YouTube was going backpacking with my six-year-old daughter okay really? i watched all these videos about this place that i was going to hike to and it was a a primitive campground like you had to reserve the campground but you had a three mile hike into it and there was no yeah. driving to it right so yeah just so to make it was sure like safe. they had pit there. toilets <laughs> right so i yeah. knew for my daughter it was good but the first video i ever put on youtube so i challenge anybody out there to go find oh, that man. video okay now someone actually found it one day, one of my viewers, someone local to Southern California messaged and he left a comment on that video and he goes, Chris, is this Chris from HVACR videos? And I go, yep, <laughs> it is. Awesome. That is so great. Yep. I got so I have another I'm YouTube down the rabbit hole tonight. <laughs> doesn't have barely any, like it probably has 10 subscribers or something like that. But that was the first video I ever put on YouTube. And it was a review of the campground that we had to hike into because all the research I did, I couldn't find enough information. And I was going to take my six-year-old and I was like, how is this campground? You know, so I'm asking people yeah. questions, couldn't find it. But that was a funny one when I posted that video and I forgot about it. And then just randomly, I saw on my personal email address, someone said, is this Chris from HVACR videos? And I was like, yeah, he's all, yeah. wow. That's what are the awesome. odds? <laughs> That's, awesome. That's the content I am here for. I'm all about it. I love just like disappearing. I love disappearing. It's my thing. I don't even yeah. take my kids anymore. I literally don't even take my kids. I just go and I, I mean, it wouldn't be safe for them to do what I do. I just go and I pretty much just go until I can't go anymore and want to go home. <laughs> so, yeah. So I do. That's I awesome. Yeah. Chris right, Stevens. So yeah, go ahead. Jen. At, oh, no, you go ahead. Cause I'm going to just introduce Randy after. Oh no. I was just going to say Chris Stevens is the guest tonight. Guys, check out the YouTube channel, the podcast, all the, everything he's on HVAC over time, all that stuff. Um, Check out his merch store, guys. If you got some of this awesome HVAC, HVACR stuff, check it out. I, I've got some hoodies and stuff. So let me, let me oh, real quick, real quick. Yep, yep. The whole pineapple thing, right? It became <laughs> this it. running joke with me about a pineapple. What it started as is well, you're a swinger, aren't you? Yeah, that's isn't that's that what you guys joke. are swingers, right? I that's remember the whole joke, story. right? And everybody yeah. sends me pineapple stuff all the time. I get these pineapple Ray things. It to me. Like, Blows my mind, right? But here's the deal. One time we took a family picture, okay? And Bill used to do this funny thing where he'd superimpose himself into my family pictures. Like I would post <laughs> a picture on the overtime group of my family going camping or hiking or whatever. And then Bill would like Photoshop himself into the back, like in a creepy way. But this one time we took a family picture and my wife had a hat on that she'd had for like five years. And she absolutely loves this hat, right? I think it's a Billabong hat and it had a pineapple I love Billabong. Right. And so my wife never, we didn't know anything about the pineapple lifestyle and all this crap. Right. And so yeah, right. one of the overtime guys was like, bro, are you swingers? Like just out of, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, 
your wife's hat. It's a pineapple hat. And I'm like, what the fuck? Pineapple hat? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know thing. anything about this. It, isn't and, it the upside down pineapple? That's what it is, right? The, the yeah. regular pineapple means hospitality. It's it's just about hospitality. But I guess hospitality right. and swingers can kind of co-mingle. Well, that's it. why I flip it upside down. It's like a so you know, it became this running joke. It was one of the overtime guys. I don't even remember which one they were. They were making fun of me because my wife had a pineapple picture or pineapple thing and that ruined my wife because she's like she was mortified because she's like wait (laughs) that means i'm a swinger like no you know look at a pineapple again oh my gosh (laughs) your poor wife my wife and yet and yet you're bombarded with pineapples day in and day out hilarious she finds it funny (laughs) now at this point but at first she was just devastated Mortified. like the whole pineapple thing Aww. oh she's so God. sweet too like i can't even imagine i mean how did you put a band-aid on that were you like no no dear oh no what you don't understand is my humor's <laughs> with my wife is the same as the overtime show i go babe we're fucking swingers and she's like what do you mean and i go we're fucking swingers <laughs> like the whole internet thinks we're swingers this is hilarious like and she's like no it's not and i'm like yes it is this is goddamn hilarious this is the best thing ever it's like best thing that's happened in a while ever. like so i just so she believed that. you yeah <laughs> the, the time that i went and and uh one last thing and i won't give context but just to just to leave this as a cliffhanger, the time that I went to the first HVACR symposium and I got invited to a cult, and then I found out that cult has a restaurant oh. in Southern California that basically that's how they make money is from the restaurant. And then I told my wife, we're totally going to this restaurant. And then she's like, no, we're not. And I'm like, I just want to go check it out. She's like, no, we're not going to join the cult. And I, go, I don't want to join the cult. I just want to go to the restaurant. I want to see what it's about. See, she doesn't understand my humor. And I'm like, I want to go. And she's like, no, you're not. I'm like, why not? I just want to go. So it's funny you say that. that. My best friend and I actually infiltrated a cult once. We like That's... posed as being interested in it and we infiltrated a cult. That's the thing. Of course you did. Freaking <laughs> Jennifer's done it all. Uh, you know, I'm getting tired of you doing it all, Jennifer. <laughs> really stick with me, kid. You'll have a real always, fun life. <laughs> always one up in me. Um, Okay, so it is time to bring Randy on. So for those of you who don't know, Randy Tarboli is the number one fan of the HVAC Overtime Show. Uh, uh, No, And now, Chris, you can correct me. Number two fan. Randy is the number two fan because now he's the number one fan of the Misfits Misfits. of HVAC. So he has now earned the number two fan of the Overtime Show. We swindled his love. (laughs) So Randy's birthday is today. And last year, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but I believe he was on the overtime show for his birthday last year sounds about right he's been all with the show for many years so yes that sounds about right i've I've been seeing randy i've been seeing randy for a long long i've been seeing randy in the comments at the overtime show and on the comments on my youtube videos for a long time i'm excited about this me too so um he reached out to the misfits group and asked if we would mind having him on because his birthday was on saturday this year so we're going to go ahead and bring Randy on. You can go ahead and click the link, Randy, whenever you're ready. And if everybody just wants to pop him a happy birthday in the chat. There he is. Hey, buddy. Hey, everybody. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Randy. Randy. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, Chris. Oh, okay. Ryan, I'm, a, I'm a actually too far from where you are. Where oh, wow. I'm a, I know. I, I, my camp was actually in Grove City at the KOA. I know. Randy is not too far from where I'm at. 
Uh, he camps in Grove City and is actually well, we had a camp. Now we, we we actually sold it because my grandma was sick at the time. We had to get rid of it. She couldn't go up gotcha. anymore. But I'm always in Washington, PA, and I believe uh, that's where you're at. It's a beautiful yeah. uh, part of Pennsylvania. I do a yeah, lot of work down there, and I'm always thinking about Randy. I'm at the outlet mall. I'm thinking, is Randy going to be shopping today? <laughs> yeah. Am I going to run into him? And I've always Came been looking out for movie. you, man. Yeah, and I'm always I'm, – I'm real happy that you're such a fan of uh, the Misfits and myself and the HVAC Overtime guys. Uh, yeah. So, Randy, you said you had some questions for everybody. Yeah, uh, Ryan, about how long would a contactor typically last on an, on an electric furnace? Well, I would think at least 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> right? I'd agree. Yeah. I don't know if you yeah. remember you mentioned in that buzzing noise that mine was, mine's been making off and on. Chattering. Yeah. It'll go like, ah, but if you, yeah. if you cycle the thermostat off and back on, it'll quit doing it. And then sometimes it'll, it won't be doing it when it comes on, but after it runs a few minutes, it'll start doing it. So I don't know. Really yeah, it sounds it. like intermittent chattering. It, yeah, it, exactly. I would find that if the, the, the contactor is coming on and off and on and off a lot of times that it gets worn out and you'll get yeah, some it of seems that like noise. It, it's, not, it's staying on, but I think it might be just a lot, like a, a buzzing noise is what I'm hearing. Yeah, a lot of times what happens with the contactors is especially not the higher quality ones. And a lot of manufacturers don't really use the high quality contacts. So there's magnets inside of there, right? Because they're energized and it creates a magnet. And oftentimes dirt and debris will get underneath that. And it won't let the contactor make good contact. And so you'll get buzzing going on inside the contactors. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking it is. Yep. And it's because it's been throwing heat good for about four years and it's been doing that for four years pretty much yeah 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 you can no, uh, a lot of times manufacturers there's a few manufacturers that make some really high quality contactors like the emerson emerson sure switch yeah, um, yeah I'm, not, I'm not sure what nordine uses on their miller furnaces i'm not, not sure. the high quality ones so most yeah, manufacturers don't use something nice like the emerson emerson sure and switch, you would think so. that they would but they don't they don't know <laughs> nope. I mean, on my on my package unit for my cooling i don't hear no buzzing noise like that at all from it and never have in 20 20 years yep yeah yeah makes sense and the yep. furnace is actually three years newer yeah well, huh. awesome yeah that's that newer the newer um manufacturing that chris is talking about yeah how they're oh, cheapening chris, things chris, remember me last remember bill mentioned that about the ductwork that fell off my house last year yeah i do remember <laughs> that that's oh actually just from the package in it and that also the ductwork that fell off is actually the flex duct going to the return to to that unit, yeah. not the actual underneath my house, because there's a flex duct that hooks under the metal duct underneath. Right. That's how it works. Wow. Yep. A lot of times when people don't fasten them together correctly, then that's what's going to happen. You know, yeah, they, uh, they, people they use like plastic, big giant plastic zip ties is what they used. I don't know if that's yeah. common. Or, if that's a common thing or not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, that's the, what you're supposed if, to use. But if the ductwork fell off, maybe the, the zip tie got uh, roached out by the sun. Perhaps. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking too, Ryan. Yeah, it was it was on our old unit, but I think they just reused them on the new unit when they put it in a No. Three. So the best yeah. way would be to use multiple points of securing the ductwork. So yeah, that's, typically that's you're going to use a screw. You're going to use about two screws, three screws if you can, and then you're going to do a Panduit strap, which is a big zip tie, and then you're going to yeah. do duct sealer. And the duct sealer 
is actually what's going to seal it and make it airtight. Now, most people don't use duct sealer because it's inconvenient and, you know, it's just a difficult to put on. But whoa, 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 whoa. Use... Chris, Chris, Chris. I think we call that pookie around pookie, here. There you go. Pookie. Yeah. Duct sealer, pookie. Thank you, Ryan. Mastic. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> a lot of people don't use uh, duct sealer. And to be fair, there's a lot of times that I don't use duct sealer because of weird situations. You just can't get in there to seal it. And, you know, that's why you duct sealer yourself and not the unit. Too, Ryan. <laughs> I have another yeah. question for you guys. Yeah. On a, pack, go for on a package it. unit, especially in the mobile home, is it normal to hear some compressor noise to the return the, uh, air, air grill of it? I mean, it's, you're going to hear noise. It's a mechanical machine. It's a machine. There's moving parts. You're going to have, you, you will hear some noise. Yeah. Um, I, it depends on, you know, what the noise is and how noticed, frequent like, it is. Just, Say the system's not running overnight for like eight hours. When it comes on the first time, you'll hear all the hisses a little bit pro prolonged for like about 10 seconds. And then yeah. it levels out. And then That's it, probably every normal. time it kicks on after that for that day, it doesn't do it. Yeah, yeah. it's probably normal. Just the the hissing's noise. actually not from the duct work. The hissing's from the refrigerant flowing through the right, system. Right. And you're just, it's resonating through whatever means, you know. Yeah, you're just hearing the yeah. flow. So as that long as it's cooling, I wouldn't worry too much about it, bud. Yeah. Randy, yeah. are those records screwed to the wall behind you? I see a yeah, vinyl. They're actually, they're, they're actually coasters. They're really? Actually, wow. they're, 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 oh, that they're is awesome. Bottom like that. I like that. I like that. I do. I do. I'm a big fan of records and oh, uh, I am record Ryan. players. I even, got, I even got the old-fashioned turntable. Do let you? Me, oh, yeah. Let me, let me turn the camera around. I, I got one. That I, I don't use it anymore, though, because yeah. I've had problems with the belts on it, so... This is what I got. One of these. Very cool. Oh, that is I remember awesome. Those. Yeah. You know, one and of my favorite. And it even has the cassette thing on the side, but it's blocked by the panel here. That's awesome, this Randy. Cool. This one actually does CDs from records too. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I got a question for you, Randy. So okay. how, how long have you watched the over? I mean, the uh, the Misfits show. Quite a while Probably now. About, since it started, pretty much. Okay. So so then you know the question that Jennifer is going to ask you then, right? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah? What's the question? Oh, crap. <laughs> no, hey, no, Randy. Yeah. Hey, Randy, do you wear Crocs? I I, I don't, unfortunately. <laughs> See, Randy's <laughs> team yeah, good. Team good no for Crocs. you, Randy. Good for you. There you go, bud, because I don't wear Crocs either, man. You're on my team, okay? <laughs> That's awesome. We're team no Crocs over here. Randy, yeah. how has your birthday been? All right. It's been awesome. Good. I'm so yeah? glad to hear that. So today's your birthday, Randy? Yeah. All right. Well, here's what I'm going to do, bro. Send me, uh, uh, go to the HVAC Misfit. I can't even think. Uh, <laughs> Misfits of HVAC at Gmail um, uh, email address. Okay. And I'm going to get your contact info. We're going to send you a shirt, a Misfits of HVAC shirt. Awesome. Uh, and uh, maybe a couple other things in there for you too. So I'll and, throw in um, a couple things too, Ryan. And yep. Ryan, yep. Ryan will send me your contact information, and I'll okay. get you some stuff too, uh, Randy. Okay. All right. Happy birthday, bud. Thank so you. Happy I'm birthday. A, Thanks for coming on, thank Randy. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna need your uh, shirt size as well. So okay. send that over, and uh, we'll get you some sent out, man. All right, you said is it capital misfit for misfits, Ryan, or just misfits? It's, uh, it, doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. It's just mis okay. misfits of HVAC at gmail. Okay. Yep. I screwed that up. Okay. Misfits of HVAC <laughs> at gmail.com. All right. Yeah. I'll send that email to you right now, Ryan. 
Oh, All no right. problem. Thanks, I'm looking Randy. forward to it. Have a good birthday. Too, Happy guys. birthday, Thank Randy. You. Happy Bye. birthday. Thank you. Bye-bye. Absolutely. <laughs> Randy's awesome. always been a good fan and a good viewer. I, I, gotta get, I can't remember when he started watching and whose content he started watching, but he's always been a good viewer of the show. So. Yeah. It's been Absolutely. a long time. And he's, he's so welcoming, too. I love that he welcomed me with, you know, open arms, even though he was definitely all about you guys at the time. It's pretty cool. I love it. <sighs> well, well I know that. There, side. I'm happy now. I, I, I know that side. I know. Don't I? I got to go. That side. I to rescue my that, baby yep. from her uncle. I'm, I'm out of my drink and I need someone to, nobody's home to pour me a drink. So I got to go pour my own drink. <laughs> you have to go hire someone to live with you for a few days. Yeah. Chris, there was so much more I really wanted to talk with you about. Chris is a good dude. I mean, he's the king well, of HVAC on YouTube. He's such a good dude, though. I mean, you, you really, can always have me on again, but unfortunately, I think it's going to take four months for you to get me on again because your schedule's October. so booked up. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, we've got some good guests coming up here. Yeah, I'm really, and, and I just. Sorry who the hell's that. riding a motorcycle? Yeah, I'm in my neighborhood that? being a jerk right uh, now. Uh, <laughs> I was like, is that Chris's ghost? Because he's home alone right now. Yeah, no. Someone's <laughs> out being a dummy out on the street next to me. So what a lot of people don't know is right here is a window to the outside. Wow, it's daytime over oh, there. Wow. It's daytime what? out there. Oh, that and must be about nice. 15 feet over that way is a street. So, yeah. I can't comprehend that it's daytime there. Yep, that's right. <laughs> well, All right, guys. Me... I got to go rescue baby Sicilian. All I'm right. out, but you guys can stay on or whatever. I'll see you later. Thank right. you, Jennifer. It was good. Bye. Out. Thanks, Chris. Bye.